Welcome, folks, to the week that was. It's our Thursday mini episodes where we discuss some of the funky bass track. No, that's not what we're discussing. What we're discussing is some of the things that we've seen in and read about in the trades that's happening in Hollywood and other entertainment industries around the world. And we want to talk about it real quick so that you guys can listen and discuss with us online. Um, so as always, it's your man, Bruv, with the bruv. his man, or the Bruv. I'm allowed to put the in front of it now, am I? No, it's always the Bruv. The it's bruv. always been the bruv. Oh, it's it's Mister. I can't be Mister. You can't. The yeah, bruv. <laughs> you can't be Mister the bruv. So it's come the on. Bruv. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Ah, my brain not working. <laughs> it's, it's been a week of straight work and and sleepless nights. How could you not remember that? I don't know, man. That's why I got you. <laughs> and the reason why I've got him is because his name is Mister Fantastic. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now, those of you that listen on Monday would have got the full intro, but this one is a short, snappy little, like, so hot right now episodes. So, so hot right now. So hot right now. So We're gonna get s- so spicy hot. We're gonna throw in everybody's new favorite game. Who wants that game? Finish the film blank. blank. I had to think about it for a second. Everybody's Come on, man, favorite game. It's only game. been a week. How did you remember that? Not remember that. Yeah, Yo, you're my ying. And you're my yang. So, yeah, folks, we're going to be doing a bunch of trade talk stuff. And we're going to do a little game at the end and we're going to wrap it up. And that's what's going to be happening every Thursday for the rest of time. So, I'm going to start us off. And this is going to be a little bit, I mentioned it in the last episode, it's a little bit of sword and sorcery talk for everybody. Everybody likes some of the mystical and the magic and the wonder of... You shall not pass! So the first thing that I came across, folks, is back in the 80s there was a video game called Dragon's Lair, which was at one point (laughs) the biggest video game in North America. So as of just the other day, Mr. Canada himself, Mr. Ryan Reynolds, has signed on to produce and lead star in a live-action rendition of Dragon's Lair. So... I'm like, oh, that's going to be an interesting one because I, I, I was like, wait, what's Dragon Say? I had to look it up, to be honest. And then as soon as I saw the the image of the lead character, I was like, oh, I remember that from when I was a kid. But mm. it's of course, it's like it's a cartoon, so it's like proportions are exaggerated or out of whack to what a human looks like. So I'm like hmm, I wonder what they're going to do. Is it going to be like super campy because it's Ryan Reynolds or is it just is it going to be serious with a bunch of jokes? I don't know. It's But I was like, dang, I am 
I'm already down with that because that guy mm. can do no wrong in, with his brand of like humor and delivery. Plus, he's proven himself mm. to be quite the dramatic actor as well. So even if they go straight up Xena Warrior Princess style with it, I'm like, Dang, I'm down with that. That's that's probably not a good example. <laughs> Xena, Xena was campy as well. So was the the Adventures of Hercules, but I don't think they're going to be like that. But you know what I'm saying, folks, or do you? We know what you're saying, ish. We have the gist. He's somebody I agree. I really like when I see that he's going to be in something. I get excited. He's somebody who's really grown on me over the years, as as an actor, but also as a, just a person yeah i don't know him know him but he seems like a pretty cool dude you know he just I, seems I like i think i know yeah no i'm saying no Ish. i know what you're saying Ish. so that's the first little bit now because i know you're a fan of the first iteration of this show so there was a little series that came out that ran for seven seasons sword and sorcery stuff i think it was called game of thrones something yeah. like that some little show like that it wasn't very big loved uh, it so not many people Minus saw the it. last season yep hmm. what's that see i didn't even see past season three i don't think maybe four. Oh my goodness season three was the one with the red wedding oh my goodness you have to watch season three yeah i see i've seen that and you were like Absolutely. oh like now I'm not interested. What is wrong with you? You watch the red wedding and you're like, meh, you know, meh, moving on. It's not so much that you might've remembered on uh, Monday's episode where I talked about how I watched avatar for the first time (laughs) on a grainy, scraggly little TV. Yes. Yeah. See, Game of Thrones was such a big show that they were actually sending cease and desist and, arrest like warrants to people for illegally downloading oh no you so i didn't go past season four because i wanted to stay in the country (laughs) so there was rumors of spin-offs of game of thrones Mm -hmm. they originally hired to do the the trilogy was it this next Star Wars trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But they aren't, but they still They're not are. now. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind I don't of know. Anyways. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I interrupted. H- no. HBO has three Game of Thrones spinoffs in the works. Three. I, um, I don't know how I feel about that. And they're not sequel spinoffs. They're prequel spinoffs. Any of them the same actors? And who are they and what are they? And I I, I don't know how I feel about this yet. Well, they got one of them is is titled Nine Voyages or Sea Snake. Or Sea Snake? Or Nine Voyages or Sea Snake. They're kind of like, what title (laughs) do we use? Are they putting that um, to the public? Like, hey, we don't know. So we're going to say it's one of these two and see how you react. What is that? Yeah. What is that? No idea. Like, it comes from. Grouping on a mass. Like, yes. Yeah. What, what name should we call it? 
Yeah, we're we're undecided between these two, uh, but you know, like we certainly don't want to know what you guys think. <laughs> like, shut up, pick one. <laughs> now you might know the characters. I don't know the characters, but that one is focused on Lord. I don't even know how to say his name. Corlius Valerian, known as the Sea Snake, the head of the House of Valerian. Nobody cares. Okay, what's the next one? That's the only one that they've got. So they okay. got that. He's the most well-known nautical adventurer in all of Asteris. Westeros. <laughs> Westeros, yes. So that's one of them. I thought, wow, you're doing three spin-offs? Like, I think that might be flooding it, especially if it's all within the same world. I'm like, are people really going to want to tune into three the different yeah it's a tough one because i i get it because i mean it was huge it was like one of the biggest most expensive tv shows ever made and it was it was fantastic i mean it's a good thing we weren't recording this podcast when this was out because that final season was man it's uh, it's hard when you when you like a show so much but you don't like the way like i'm okay with if a season like sopranos for example fantastic show loved it all the way up until like the last literally the last second it was, it was like good and so I, it's hard to accept that but is game of thrones was good all the way up until just about the whole the whole last season like there there was good moments in it there's moments i liked in it but it was very underwhelming for a, a series wrap-up for me so then you go and say well we're gonna do three spin-offs i don't know if they would have ended with a bang or even like the last season would have been awesome up until like Maybe, you know, maybe there was something in the last season where you're, you're kind of like, meh. But I hear that and I go, ah, I don't know. Like, you couldn't even wrap it up properly. How do I have any sort of faith that, you know, these are going to be as successful? I don't know. Now, that said, right, I, I haven't read any of the books. And I don't know if you've read any of the books. But what season did they run out of material from the books that hadn't been written? So how well, many seasons did they write that were fresh material? Okay, so first of all, they, they didn't follow the books completely like any show or movie does. But it it was like the last two or three. I mean, it was, it was quite a bit. But, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. George R. R. Martin. Uh, Martin. I was going to say Tolkien, which I know is Game of Thrones. R. Martin. You mean he, Lord of the Rings. What did I say? You said Tolkien is Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. We're, no, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, sorry. That was... You're making yeah. everybody's head hurt. <laughs> My head hurts. Head, lead uh, character is Gandalf in uh, <laughs> Potter, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Um, he said because I was watching a bunch of the behind the scenes stuff and they were saying he knew how Martin, how he wanted it to end. 
And I think he told him and one of the showrunners were the only ones who knew. And so sort of what happened in between, I mean, the writers of the TV show had to come up with themselves. But uh, they just, there's too many big characters. I'm talking from, you know, season one, episode one, and you go on the six, seven, you know, year journey with them. And then they don't wrap up their storyline. And you're like, huh? Like, what? what is that? So there's things like that that just, I don't know. So I, I'll probably end up watching them. But I might do the old shall and see what other people are saying first. Now, when I came across that, it's like, when you see when you when you're thinking about something and then all of a sudden you see it everywhere, whether it be a type of car or a type of book or you hear a song, whatever. I saw this Game of Thrones stuff, which is fantasy world, and then I've spoken about this uh, previous episodes before. But they're redoing, uh, they're doing a new Dungeons and Dragons film, and I've got a little bit of casting news for that new one. So we already knew that there was going to be, you know, Reggae Jean Page from Bridgerton. He was in it. Chris Pine is in it, obviously. Um, but now they've got, who have we got? we got Hugh Grant has been added to the list. And he's going to be the level. main antagonist he's gonna be the bad dude so it seems like he's entered that stage of his career where he's gone from being like the bumbling funny romantic lead into getting into more serious things which is good for him like as an actor i'm assuming that would be a wonderful thing to be able to get out of that sort of typecast because you saw him in that guy Ritchie film where he was the the bad dude as well mm-hmm. yeah but he was sort of like like the weaselly bad dude. You know, he wasn't like a bad dude. He's not like a bad dude you're scared of. He's sort of just like. But he's not the romantic lead in a guy. No, he's not the romantic lead. If such a thing even exists. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's just the slimy, weaselly old guy who's trying to pull a quick one. So, yeah, I was like, ooh, nice. So you've got Michelle Rodriguez is already casting that. Justice Smith is already in that. Um, if some of you are wondering who he is, he was in Detective Pikachu. He's also in the Jurassic World films. And then you've got Reggae Jean Page. Now you've got Hugh Grant. So I'm like, this Dynamite. is quite, this is building up to be quite a heavily stacked cast. Now they need to get the story right. Mm. Because, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons could be anything. It could so, be anything. Literally what the Dungeon Master decides to create. Exactly. Now, I hope that they don't do something like that where it's like it's like the Jumanji films where they're in a game. Yeah. It's like you're in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. I like Jumanji, though. It was good. Yeah, that works, though. Like, yeah. I, they won't copy it. They'll do something OG for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, the last little thing I've got is for 
the same theme, folks. Can you guess what that theme is? It's fantasy stuff. Nickelodeon. You didn't even, you didn't even give me a chance to guess. Oh, okay. What's the theme, Mr. Fantasy? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Give me a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm going to go with fantasy? No, you're wrong. Sword and Uh, sorcery. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I told you to say sword and sorcery. Idiot. Idiot. No, nothing. Anyways, you were saying before that guy was being all rude or whatever. Nickelodeon uh, is delivering a sword and sorcery series with puppets. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, so, mm, is that serious? What? Yeah, it's going to be called The Barbarian and the <laughs> Troll. <laughs> of course it is. And it actually sounds kind of cool. They released a six minute, like, trailer for it which i haven't watched yet um <laughs> sorry but it's set to debut on april 2nd so you know it's not an april fool's thing right so it's coming out on the 2nd of april um it takes place in the sword and sorcery genre but it also happens to feature puppets <laughs> who are quick to draw weapons and get into fights in taverns i'm like is this a kids show like it's not nickelodeon is it kids or is it for adults i'm not entirely sure um it's it's voiced by uh, Spencer Grammer from Rick and Morty. So that already makes me again think, okay. is it for adults or is it for kids? Interesting, yes. So you've got a mighty barbarian who finds herself on an epic quest along with a bridge troll, a talking owl, and possibly a bumbling wizard. To battle a demon in the hopes of freeing her brother. So they've flipped the narrative on the damsel in distress and they've got the whatever a male damsel is. <laughs> yes. A male dance. <laughs> Dams. Dams in distress. And they've got trolls, they've got talking animals, they've got wizards, and it's all in Muppet style puppets. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the trailer because at first, when when you started talking about this, a few things popped in my head. One, if you need a six-minute trailer to get people excited about your film, I don't know. I'm thinking six minutes. I've um, I've I'm I've already seen your film. If I've watched a six-minute highlight reel of your film, I know what it's about. That's the first thing that popped my head. Second thing, I thought Team America. When you first started saying that, I thought, oh, Team America pups, and that's why I said it's funny. But then when you said the six-minute trailer, and I was like, oh, no, no, Nickelodeon, no, no. But then you said Rick and Morty. Now, this is interesting. This is why I want to watch the trailer first. Maybe not all six minutes, because I don't want to spoil everything. (laughs) But I love Team America. And if Rick and Morty can find that balance between family and (laughs) adult, I'd be for it. As long as it's not like Cranky Ankus, that show just bugs me. 
Crank Yankers? Yeah, have you not? Is that a show? No, I have not heard of Crank Yankers. When I, if somebody said Crank Yankers to me, (laughs) count yourself lucky. Because what Crank Yankers is is that they have prank phone calls recorded, and then they use like Muppet style puppets to act out the prank phone calls. Sounds terrible. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely terrible. terrible. It's it's a horrible horror show, and I hate it because the puppets look like Muppets, and I'm like, I thought there was like a copyright on a Muppet style design. You couldn't use the same like you know when you see Sesame Street or the Muppets, you're like, that's a Jim Henson cre- creation. Mm-hmm. Jim Henson did not create the Crank Yankers. It's just a load of crap. <laughs> I don't know why it's it came back as well. It's like, hey, Crank Yankers is back like 10 years <laughs> later. I'm like, no. No, please. Put it away. Put it, Put away. it. Put it away. But yeah, I'll send you a link uh, when we're done recording. It's a trailer and a sneak peek. So it's kind of like what we saw when we were in Cannes when we got the five minute sneak peek of trolls, right? They just like, here's a little mm. bit. You can see what it looks like. It's already done. So you can't say you hate it and want to change it. It's already done. That was when um, when Justin Timberlake and Andy Kendrick invited us to their special premiere. Yeah. And they really wanted us because they knew how good our singing voices were. And they really wanted us to come sing on stage with them. And we we're like, no, 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 no. Like, you guys, this is this is your show. Like, this is, like, you guys do it. Sort of like that, that time. Just like that time. Nice. If you read the credits carefully of Trolls, it has special thanks to Silky and Smooth. <laughs> it's true. It does. So there's that. Nice. Yes. So there's that. Now, you know what, people? It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Let's get to finish the film. Blake. Hayden. Hayden. You're still winning, Justin. man. You're still winning. You're still winning. <laughs> You're still winning 9-8, so um, I will quiz you first because you're reigning supreme leader. So if you get 60 seconds on the clock, I will. I got my list here ready for you. I reign supreme. Okay. Yeah. Supreme. Supreme in five, four, three, two, one, and go. Boogie blank. Nights. The Blank Network. Social. Get Blank. Shorty? Nope. Uh, smart. Nope. Ah, boss. The Blank Carter. Redemption. Get Carter. Shawshank. Nope. Yep. Blank Born Killers. Natural. Blank Back. Uh, blank back. Okay, The Dark Knight blank rises. <laughs> blank list. Oh, what list? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Pass. The blank. <laughs> That's time. Oh man, that was a horrible, horrible one. I got five? 
You got Boogie Nights, The Social Network, Shawshank Redemption, Natural Born Killers, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you got five. Get was Get Out. And it's funny, I didn't even think of the other ones until after I said it. I said Get Blank. I was like, oh, shorty. Oh, smart. Get Out. And then then I did (laughs) Ong Back. Oh. Because you'd recently watched it. Yes. But uh, in my head, I was thinking B-A-C-K. Yeah. I thought that would be tricky. I like to throw those little ones in for you. And then I did the same thing with the, all you had to do was say any film that was the anything. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm going to have to pull out the tough ones now. No, 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 not allowed. I'm going to fast forward it to get you off your butt and on your toes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready in five, four, three. You can do this. Two, (laughs) one. And go. The blank king. The last king. Nope. The pass. The secret life of blank. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no, that's Gilbert Grape. The secret life of pets. How to train your blank. Dragon. Blank in black. Men. Blues blank. Brothers. The blank bride. Princess. A star is blank. Born. The greatest blank. Showman. Blank Sparrow. Oh. I'm oh, gonna let you try I was and nervous that at one. the beginning. What was it? Sorry? Sparrow? The, blank Sparrow? Yeah. The Blank Sparrow. <laughs> is that like, is that like the poor, the, is, is that like the, the eagle guy? But <laughs> Instead of the black swan, it's the black sparrow. It's the, the budget sparrow. black swan. Uh, I, no, I don't know. Pa- pass. Pass. The red sparrow. Oh, it's the red sparrow. Show me. That was a sh- that was a shaky start. A shaky start, but a strong finish. Right. You got a grand total of seven. It's officially tied. Excellent. Well, I hope you had fun, everybody, and enjoyed our little Thursday episode. The week that was. The week that was. Team Duggett, you have fun. Keep coming back. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll catch you on Monday. We know we'll see you there. And we'll hear you there. Bye. Peace. Peace.